Hello, you're listening to Tales from the Shadows. This is Emily with one of our mini-episodes. In the mini-episodes, we just tell one story. And given the season that it is, I'm going to be telling you a spooky story. This is actually one of the first ghost stories I started to tell when I began storytelling. It comes from Japan. I'm going to mispronounce the name horribly. I apologise in advance. It's Banchio Sari Shikia. I apologise again. I'm very bad at pronouncing things and also dyslexic, so reading it off a page doesn't make that much easier. It's a legend which was turned into a bunker play, a puppet play, so that's one of the reasons I'm particularly drawn to it. My version, I add a little bit to the ending, and I hope you don't mind my adding that small bit. Once upon a time there was a samurai lord. The lord, he lived in a castle, and... He was known far and wide for his reputation. He was a clever man, learned. He was a great fighter, very skilled. And he was quite good looking as well. But he was also cruel. He was a man who, once he set his eye on something, wanted it. He would not take no for an answer. And in the castle, there was a servant girl. A servant girl who was very pretty and who caught her master's eye. He would often approach her, but any time he did, she would rebuff him. It started slow, slow, but every time she said no, he just grew more persistent. Again and again, but still she refused to, and at last he devised a plan. A plan that would mean she could not refuse him. You see, the Lord, he was very wealthy. He had many, many treasures, many artefacts that had been passed down through generations of his family. But one of the most prized of these treasures was a set of ten beautiful china plates. These plates, they were kept in a special box, in a special box, kept in a special room, with only one set of keys. Or so everyone thought. The Lord told the servant girl that from now it would be her responsibility to look after these plates, to carefully wash them, to keep them safe. But before he gave her the key to the room and the key to the box, he had the keys copied. The servant girl, she took her duty very seriously. She washed the plates. She would put them into their special box, counting each time one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, to make certain they were all there. But one night, while the castle slept, the Lord crept to that room. With his secret key, he opened the door. With his secret key, he opened the box and he took one of the ten plates. He hid it away, in a place no one would ever find it. The next day, he called the servant girl. He told her to fetch the box, show him the plates. He wanted to admire them. The girl went to the door, unlocked it took the box and brought it before her master. She unlocked the box and began to take out the plates one by one. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. She counted again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. She counted again. Where could it be? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. She counted again and again, growing more frantic each time as she only reached nine rather than ten. And the Lord just sat back, smiling to himself at her distress. Well, it looks like one plate is missing. 
you've lost it, or broken it, or sold it. The penalty for such is death, but I might be persuaded to overlook such an infraction if you were to pay for it in something of equal value. The servant girl, she knew what the Lord meant. He had been trying for so long to get her into his bed, and even with the promise of death hanging over her head, she still said no. Pity, said the Lord, before he grabbed her by her long dark hair and dragged her from the room, dragged her through the halls of the castle. She screamed and kicked, but none of the other servants would dare come out to intervene. He dragged her into the courtyard and flung her down a deep well, and then left, thinking nothing more of it. Time passed. One night, two nights, three. The Lord, he had all forgotten about the servant girl, his eye had been caught by something else. The other servants, though they did notice her strange disappearance, they, they didn't question their Lord on it. They didn't want to share her fate. On the tenth night, since the girl and the plate had been missing, the whole castle lay sleeping silently, but then a sound came. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All the castle was suddenly roused by a terrible scream coming from the master's chambers. They rushed to it and found him there, clutching his hand, clinging to it, blood seeping out between his fingers. One finger was missing. It looked as if it had been bitten off. A doctor was called for. The house was searched. There must have been some wild animal that had, that had entered the castle at night. New guards were stationed, but, but no one could find a sign of a, a break-in. There were no tracks, nothing. Time passed. Nine nights without, without adventure. But then on the tenth night, while all slept, again a sound came. Again, a terrible cry came from the master's bedroom. Again, the servants rushed, and again they found him clutching his hands and one more finger missing. No one could explain it. How had something got in? It was clearly a bite. These, the servants, they were all dismissed. The Lord believed that, that one of them must have been letting this, this rabid animal in. New servants were brought in, new guards. Again, there were nine nights apiece. But again, on the tenth, the sound came. And again, the scream, again, one finger missing. This continued, this pattern, nine nights of peace. And then on the 10th, one more finger would be bitten from the Lord. Nothing he could do seemed to stop it. He brought in new guards, new soldiers. They, they could not find this perpetrator. At last, he was down to just one thumb. He was too frightened to sleep. He wandered his castle alone. He would not have anyone else there, anyone who might be betraying him, anyone who might be perpetrating this cruel trick. He walked on the 10th 
night, alone, too frightened to sleep. He walked through the courtyard and past the well and, and then he thought he heard something. It sounded like something was moving. Something slimy, something grating against the stones of the well. He stared in horror at the well. The voice was coming from there. Somebody was climbing up the well. He saw pale hands, pale, so pale they were almost blue, grip the edge of the well, pulling the figure up. Seven long, dark hair, wet, dripping down onto the courtyard. A figure, a woman's figure, dressed in white. The fabric was soaked through with water. He could see every move of her form, every bone, every joint. She was coming towards him, coming closer. He couldn't see the face yet beneath the long dark hair, but he could see the teeth, the teeth glinting in the moonlight. So, I hope you enjoyed that story. In the original version, the ghost, she haunts the well and every tenth night she counts out one to nine and then utters a terrible scream. I added in the bits about her ghost coming out and biting his fingers off one by one until he's down to just one and then, well, who knows what happens with that. I felt he got up a little bit lightly, uh, what with uh, you know the attempted rape and murder, so I decided to add that little bit in. Uh, let me know your thoughts on this story. It's it's a very famous story and you'll probably recognise it's had a huge influence on horror both within Japan and outside in the wider world. You can get in contact with me, the rest of the Shadow Girls, uh, through our various social medias. On Twitter we are Tales Shadows. On Instagram and Facebook we are Tales from the Shadows. Uh, we also have a Patreon if you feel like being very generous and helping support us make this podcast and also make our shadow shows. We have some news on the shadow shows coming up. I'm not allowed to say it yet, but it's coming soon and it's very exciting. So from the Shadow Girls, I'd like to wish you a very happy Halloween, a very spooky Samhain, and I hope to hear from you soon. Goodbye.